planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Scott, thanks for joining us on the Evlac podcast, my friend. How's things going? Yeah, good, thanks, Neville. Yourself? Yeah, great, dude. Yeah, it's really good. Well, uh, of course, Minus Life have recently reformed, which uh, was one hell of a surprise, and a lot of people are excited that you guys are back. I mean, how did that all come about? Well, it was kind of crazy. Obviously, we haven't played since um, the last show was with Slayer and Mastodon at the River Stage, 2007, I believe. Mm. So it's a long time ago, um, and then just out of the blue, um, boys and I have always sort of kept in contact, and out of the blue, I just sort of messaged Ryan, and we caught up last year, um, late last year, and a few messages ensued after that, and lo and behold, here we are, one thing led to another, and it was sort of like, we've all had sort of other projects since, and nothing sort of felt right, and we all agreed that it was time to sort of maybe have a crack and have a jam and see how it felt, and it just felt right. So we thought, well, it's time to do it again. Awesome, man. Well, did it take a while to get back into the groove of, of things like uh, revisiting some of the old songs and, and remembering them and stuff like that? Oh, oh man. Oh, I'll tell you, the first, the first jam was pretty funny. Like, everyone was... It was like four guys, you know, coming in with walking sticks. Like, it just felt... It felt familiar, but still at the same time a little unfamiliar. You know, you know, remembering lines like, "Oh, this one song, like shit, what was I even singing there?" Because there's, um, I think one song in particular, "Racing Enemies," we never recorded it. So, mm. and I, you know, eleven years, you don't, I didn't keep any of the, the, um, the lyrics or anything. So it was trying to relearn them, and it's all come back. And then one old song that we had, I've had to totally rewrite all the lyrics to. So we've been pretty lucky that um, Ryan kept a lot of the stuff. And uh, yeah, just going from there, man, it's been fun. Because uh, the old, what was the old EP called? So the, the original, so the original one we did, we did a couple of demos, and then we did like the album, which you know, to, by today's standards, I guess sound quality wise, it's it's sort of um, not as, as Good, but we did the album Eternal Urban Megaside, which had That's it. yeah, which had nine tracks. And to, to be honest, I still don't know what it means. Ryan came up with the name, <laughs> and I never really, never really researched. You went, yeah, it sounds metal. Let's let's just put that on there. So, uh, is that is that available online? Yeah, we've got a yeah yeah. There's you can stream like a lot of the tracks are on YouTube that you can just have a listen to. Uh, I do believe there's a Bandcamp page that we put on uh, where you can buy the songs and it's up to you how much you put in because all proceeds go to Triple Z. So we gave it to them and said, you know, because we, you know, it's an old old recording and anything to do to help out the local radio station. So you jump on there and have a listen and buy one of the songs, all the money goes for those guys. Dusting off some of those old songs, you said you had to remember, um, you know, lyrics and stuff like that. But did you actually change some of the uh, musical parts at all or is everything exactly the same as what it was? 
everything's sort of pretty well the same. Ryan has had to relearn, I guess, the phrasings because now he's using a seven string and mm. you know the lower tuning where before I think we were in C sharp. Don't quote me on that. I'm just a stupid vocalist. So um, we were in C sharp before, so now we've gone down, you know, lower tuning and. To be honest, it sounds so much better. Um, you know, just that little bit, little bit more depth in it. It's um, the songs are sounding a bit heavier. And I think for me personally, I've gone back over the album and then with the vocals, um, I've given them more of a direct approach. And some parts, uh, I guess, I've got a lot heavier in my vocals. Where in the early days, it's very experimental because when I was doing all these crazy-ass vocal changes. There weren't many vocalists doing it. Now it's a very popular thing to, um, you know, switch up all the time. I remember we had a guy ask, what do you even call that style? I'm like, I don't know, mood swing? Because <laughs> back then it was very unheard of. You had guys like Phil Anselmo and that would change from heavy to clean and a little bit of the high singing. But you know, at the time I got off the top of my head maybe six or seven different, you know, um, vocal sounds that I was doing at the time. So mm. it was pretty crazy back then but yeah, yeah definitely, definitely more definitely more of a direct approach now so have, making it a bit more heavy and a bit more um modern i guess and uh of course you're going to be playing with your much anticipated reunion show at the crowbar on july 28th uh, will you be playing any new material along with the old stuff yeah well um we got one new track that we're going to be playing and Erasing Enemies pretty much will be new to a lot of people because, you know, it was never recorded so that will be yeah. making an appearance and we've got one new song we're chucking in there that's um, pretty balls out. It doesn't stop. It's, it's um, pretty relentless. Um, and But we're pretty much going to be playing almost the whole album. That's unreal, man. That's going to be, yeah. that's going to be so fun. Yeah, well, that's what we're looking forward to. <laughs> you know, getting in there and um, cramming in. We we had a few offers to play certain venues and we didn't want to just disrespect anyone, but, um, mm. you know, we just thought a Valley venue would be cool, the Crowbar, you know, very intimate for the first show. Because um, we don't know, like, it's been that long for us and we think, oh, do people even remember us? And surprisingly, people do. Um, you know, your mates always will, but we, weren't, we were not sort of a bit shocked when so many people were like, oh, it's so good to... You know, have you back and are you back? And yeah, we're back. It's not just a one-off. And we're, we plan on, we've already got a few few more shows locked in for after this one. That's awesome news, man. Of course, I mean, you know, talking about back in the day, you guys supported bands such as, you know, Arch Enemy and the Ornith Testament. And like, as you mentioned before, man, even Slayer, I was at that gig. That was a sick gig, man. Um, looking back at that, like, what are your thoughts on that? Your memories of those those shows? Oh man, awesome! Like, well, you know, being a being a band and looking up to, especially like Arch Enemy, because Tarkus was pretty much mm. one of the bands that got me into music, and just sitting there with Michael Amott, I remember I was such a um, such a fan, and um, I got to hug Angela Gossow, which I, you know, just want to throw at him all the guys. I got to <laughs> hug Angela Gossow, and I met Charlie D'Angelo, and. You know, Daniel Erlinson, just to watch him play drums from the side, even just sound checking, it was awesome just to sit there. But I think most memorable for me was when we played with Nevermore. Um, they were just such cool dudes. Like, the, out of all the bands we played with, they were very awesome. Like, the bass player, he come running up to us and he's like, oh, I want a band shirt. I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, well, if you give me a band shirt, I'm going to roadie for you guys. And he roadied for our whole set. 
It was oh, like wow. this luck era. Yeah, it was just it was just, you know, out there and, you know, hanging out with the guys afterwards. I think oh, back then the red room, we went and had drinks with them afterwards and just chilled out and chewed the fat with them and very nice guys. Yeah. So you probably got a million stories, man, you know. But uh I don't want to keep you all night. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few. There's a, there's a few that probably are a bit too uh, X-rated. Nah, there's nothing to that. Yeah, there's, there's obviously all these shenanigans going on. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, man. I, I mean, I remember playing with you guys back uh, in the Sever Project days. Played a few gigs together, and uh, it was a blast, man. I mean, and Minus Life was such an important part of the scene for many years, and you helped out a lot of bands, including, uh, of course, us. Um, now, a lot of bands have come and gone in that time, while Mind Sliper away. But what are your thoughts on the scene as it is now and, and how it's changed? Um, yeah, look, it was a touchy subject back then, as as you might have remembered at Arch Enemy. I was very um, uh, vocal about the segregation of the scenes because it was um, it was a very tight-knit scene at one stage, punk, hardcore, metal. didn't matter what you played. Mm. Everyone played together. And it was all about growing the scene together. And then it became... One well, you know, scenes were starting to get a bit more popular and then those guys didn't want to play with us anymore and stuff like that. And I guess personally I was a little bit bit aggravated, a little bit hurt because, you know, we were all about, hey, we're doing well, come along, play with us and build a fan base. And it's not mm-hmm. about it's not about who's better, it's about just enjoying it and having an after party and, and cranking on. So the segregation of the scenes, I think, really hurt the scene at the time. And, you know, I was pretty young back then too and very, very angry. You get a bit older things change a little bit your musical tastes change a little bit too but what i've noticed lately um just a few gigs i've attended there seems to very be a very healthy vibe in the local scene again the kids are out there mm. you know moshing not just standing back because towards the end it became a very i guess elitist attitude there was a, guy, a lot of guys just standing back folding their arms more watching the bands and not enjoying the bands as much as they should be yeah, and you know, because I remember being the young fellow looking back at the old guys, going, "Oh, why aren't they in there and going off?" And you know, and then it got to a point where even the young guys weren't doing that anymore. It was sort of like everyone take three steps back and and not embrace the bands as much. So, what I've seen lately um, seems like a lot of you know the people are there for the music again and enjoying supporting the scene. It looks like you know Brisbane might be starting to grow again, which is good. I have noticed that as well. Uh, I was at the Crowbar last night. Uh, and I saw, uh, you know, uh, Eternal Rest and Amicable Treason and uh, Revocation and uh, Psychroptic. And just the vibe there was just, it was unbelievable. It felt like the way it should be and should have always been. Like everyone was there just to have a good time and and uh, really get into the band. Like uh, it seems like it's, it's we're, we're entering a new golden age. Yeah, well, hopefully us golden oldies can, you know, maybe help out a little bit. I'm hoping, you know, we get back in there and people enjoy our music like they used to. Um, you know, obviously we're a bit older now, so the necks can't snap as hard as they used to, but we're <laughs> going to give it 100%. You know, we just want to, you know, bring um, our music back that people enjoyed and, and hopefully some oldies get back out and see us play and some young ones get into our into our music and, and um, you know, see where it goes from there. I think I think uh, they will, personally. Um, metal is uh, so strong in Brisbane at the moment. That was my point. And, and, the, and the local kids are just just loving it all, man, you know, and there's a real community. And I think Minus Life 
definitely has a place in that um, and a very important one. So I, I, I can't wait to see you guys back out there uh, playing with everyone again. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, well, man, well, I can't wait to get back out there again too. It's sort of re- given all of us, I guess, a bit of a um, a new lease on life almost, like um, chatting with Travis. Uh, he was unsure about playing drums again. Like we've been putting drum kits together for him, you know, like we've been helping each other out, getting equipment, and, you know, now he's sort of got on his feet a bit with work and stuff and bought himself a kick-ass kit. And um, Matt's, you know, sort of kicking ass as well. Ryan's really keen. He was, you know, before this doing the In Excess Tribute show, so it's pretty mm. heavy stuff. Um, now he's now he's sort of downgraded to our soft stuff of minus life from In Excess. But, um, <laughs> and then obviously we, we um, Kent is not um, playing with us, but a lot of people go, oh, why not? Kent was an integral part, but we spoke to him and he sort of at this stage wasn't willing. And so he said, oh, well, we're going to look for someone else. And he said, that's fine. And we found uh, Dave. Dave is no doubt, no um, stranger to the local scene, that's for sure. That's awesome, man. Uh, what band's he from? Oh, God, he's got a list as long as your arm, mate. I think um, <laughs> some of his more known bands would be... Well, one of the first bands I saw him in was a band called Coil. Um, they were awesome, an awesome metal band from the Gold Coast, and then mm-hmm. sort of played in a lot of death metal bands and that. And uh, one band that was probably his more known band was Rome, I don't know if he was playing bass or guitar in Rome, but I'm pretty sure it was bass. But he's definitely more, he's a finger-based player, so he's not using a pick and very technical. So um, he's brought a real heaviness that we haven't, like Kent was sort of more of a direct player, um, mm-hmm. where, you know, Dave's almost, you know, half hitting where the drums are, half hitting where Ryan is. So there's a bit more technicality to it as well as keeping it. He's got some interesting ideas and it's working really well. Now, as mentioned before, the reunion gig at Crowbar, uh, it's on sale now and tickets have been flying out the door and uh, you've been selling a bunch as well. I mean, the full lineup hasn't even been announced yet, dude. I mean, it's, yeah. it, what, what, what can people expect when, the, uh, when it's fully announced? What do you think um, is going to happen? Yeah, well, we've got, um, as you know, a band called Snake Mountain. You might have heard of them. Briefly. Um, um, sort of. Yeah, yeah, you may have. But, look, we were very particular on who we who we picked. We didn't want to just have a lineup where it was all about us. Um, just like the old days, it's like, look at the local bands, who's kicking ass and who can we talk to and just, you know, turn, oh, I can't even say any names because I'm not allowed to give any away because <laughs> it sucks because, of, you know, the the other two bands we want to announce, but um, they've got, you know, things lined up where they're under contract, you know, not to release anything and we're going to, you know, be respectful of that. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, we've got Snake Mountain, um, your band opening up and I mean you know we we put it out there who wants to open and you guys contacted us and we looked through we had a few submissions but we wanted a solid lineup where each band was just like oh wow we're getting that for you know pre-sale at 10 bucks for the four bands that are going to be playing Uh, it's just crazy like each each of those bands could be you know we could be paying you know 20 30 bucks to be seeing them alone and it's all about let's just pack the place out and have a party Absolutely, and uh, of course, by the looks of things, I mean you, you've been constantly putting up pictures with uh, people with their tickets. So I yeah. think uh, people, even though the full lineup hasn't been announced as yet, and we're very, very excited uh, from the band point of view, Snake Mountain point of view. But uh, I wasn't going to drop that. But uh, <laughs> hey, why not do it? <laughs> why not? Do it. It's your oh, podcast. Yeah. You can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's my show. That's um, right. Yeah, we're we're uh, excited as hell, and. 
I think that once those other two bands uh, can be announced, um, people are going to lose their minds. It's very, very exciting. We're, we're super pumped. So, you know, anyone listening, just get your tickets now. It's only 10 bucks. I mean, you don't want to be that person going, oh, yeah, you should have gotten the ticket, hey? Yeah, to be that. honest, and this is not even a sales tactic, um, I'm pretty confident it's going to get close to selling out before um, doors even open. So mm. if they go online to oztix.com.au and they get their tickets, I think it's $10 plus booking fee, so about $12.50. But uh, we spoke to the venue. Um, they said there was around 20 ticket sales there, which you think, oh, it's not much online, but I've booked out 200 pre-solds um, and I think... I think we're up around just over the hundred mark. If not, if not, I think it's close to about 150 pre-solds, close to about that already done out of the 200 hard copies. So there's not many left before the hard copies are gone. So there's um, roughly only about 80 tickets available online at the moment. That is insane, man. It's going to be one hell of a night. Uh, You're not going to be wanting to work the next day. Oh, I'm not. Not even working (laughs) Monday. Not playing on like a Monday, mate. So, but that's the joys of being self-employed. I can take the day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some other people like uh, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> book it in advance, money. mate. You should have a sick day, Jew, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so uh, look, you got the whole Sunday of recovery, mate. You'll be good. <laughs> it's going to be so good, man. I can't wait. And of course, uh, do you guys plan on hitting the road? Um, we're in talks with a show at the moment that might be going national. Um, there has been talks of Sydney um, for August and then got another show possibly lined up in September that's out of town and we, we don't want to play too much but if we can get in the state it would be cool but um, we don't want to sort of get there too early because we don't we don't have anything new to sort of give out. It's the old album and uh, we will be doing a single before we um, play the show but we've been riding pretty hard, like every Monday night, um, a few of us are getting together and the riding, riding process has begun. Ryan had a few sitting there in the archive, we've tweaked a few of them, but a lot of them were already pretty much ready to go. And I think riding-wise, we're, we're close to about maybe six six new songs that have already sort of sitting there getting worked on at the moment. So hopefully by the end of the year, um, we'll be getting close to hitting the studio and recording the, the next album. That's awesome news. Well, uh, Duke, thanks again for hanging on the show, and we'll, uh, of course, see you at the Crowbar on July 28. Tickets are on sale now through Oztex, and uh, I think those Snake Mountain guys are selling some too. So get a hold of them. Get a hold of them. (laughs) All right, bro. Have a good night, man. You too, mate. Take care. Bye.
on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 